Defeat makes you so bitter, Dave. It is not the defeat, Inspector. It is the consequences of defeat which trouble me. He held her gaze, trying in vain to look nonchalant, then walked away. He had left a gold-plated pen on his desk, which Swanson placed into her pocket. Outside, she barged through a group of journalists, each barking questions at her. She made eye contact with one of their number, Jane Sutton, who she occasionally shared information with. She nodded to the woman before entering her car. As Swanson drove through the city to Judge Lloyd's house, she tried not to think about the sentence just handed down to the young petty thief. The policy of zero tolerance, ZT, was fixed legislation. Its powers could not be withdrawn, only extended. At present, any breach of criminal law subject to a fair trial before judge and jury was subject to the death penalty. Swanson had been working in the police force for the last eight years and had never known a society without the pods. She reminded herself that she didn't make the policy. Her job was to uphold the law, however draconian that law appeared to be. In her judgment, the petty thief, Crampton, didn't deserve to die. She empathised with the young man, and even with his obnoxious lawyer. Maybe one day there would come a time when the law was not so severe, but until then, she had a job to do. Chief Inspector Chessington was waiting for her at Judge Lloyd's house. A rotund man in his mid-fifties, he had uneven patches of red hair sprouting from his balding head. His eyes were thin green slits on a podgy red face. Like Flaherty, he smelt of nicotine. His pinstripe suit stretched a breaking point across his stomach. Inspector Swanson, good of you to come, he said, looking her up and down, grimacing as he struggled with the heat. Chessington went over the details. Judge Lloyd had failed to turn up to his first hearing that morning. He had last been seen leaving the court's car park late the previous evening. His car was in the garage, and there was no sign of a break-in. His bed was unmade, even though his cleaner had been in earlier that day. Swanson walked alone through the house. An unusual amount of forensic and crime scene officers busied away in each room. The house was large, clean, but cluttered. Lloyd was unmarried, and it seemed his passion for antiques had gone unchecked. Swanson thought the unmade bed was of little significance. Some of Lloyd's belongings sat on an intricately carved wooden dressing table. Inside a marble bowl, Swanson found two gold watches and a rose gold ring. She picked up the larger of the two watches, surprised by its weight, and placed it onto her thin wrist, enjoying the look of the oversized watch face. Nice piece, that one. About six months' salary, I would guess. Swanson felt Chessington's bloated hand on her shoulder. "'Looks good on you,' he said. "'Remember that at Christmas time, sir?' replied Swanson, as she returned the watch to the bowl. "'You've been in front of Judge Lloyd before, Swanson?' "'Yes, sir.' "'Any thoughts as to why he may have disappeared?' "'Paperwork? Miscommunication?' "'Nah, nah,' said Chessington, shaking his head. I've spoken to his secretary. I know them both well. She phoned him at seven this morning, and when there was no answer, she called me. That was a bit dramatic, wasn't it, sir? That's just it. 
Lloyd is so organised and professional that something as ordinary as missing a phone call becomes extraordinary. Swanson licked her lips and sighed, noticing how Chessington's gaze lingered on the movement of her tongue. I presume we have something more, sir? He's a judge, Swanson. The fact that he is missing is enough. Find Keen and meet me back at the station as soon as you're finished here. Sergeant Joseph Keane was outside interviewing Judge Lloyd's neighbours. Swanson had never worked with him before, but had seen him around the station. He was attractive, in an obvious way, and Swanson couldn't help noticing the silver wedding ring on his left hand. Mum, he said as she approached. Keane, anything of interest? Swanson asked, trying to soften the rasp of her voice. Nothing of use. One of the neighbours saw Lloyd arrive at approximately 9.45 last night alone.